time to thrive. Welcome to the Thrivology Podcast with Dr. Lee Bauckham. Join us as we explore ways that you can thrive in your life, regardless of what life throws at you. It's your life. Time to live it. Hey, this is Lee Bauckham. Welcome to the podcast. The last episode, I talked about embracing I don't know. So I've been thinking about the other things that we might need to embrace that are kind of counterintuitive. And one of the things I want to talk about is embracing we'll see. I find that to be a powerful term that I've used in my own life to not allow the anxieties of what might happen to come along. So I'm inviting you to embrace we'll see as a response to what's going to happen? What happens now? What does this mean? There's so many things in life that are pointing towards the future. And lots of times we try to guess on what that's going to be about. Uh, And so part of what we want to do is embrace the we'll see and start moving towards uh, a way of understanding that there's something out there that we can't always predict or know. And our anxieties come when we get caught up into that. I often think about life kind of like a map. If you decide to take a trip and you look at that map, wherever you start from, you can see lots of ways of getting there, lots of of different ways of detouring and moving around and moving through. So if you were to, let's say, start on the East Coast and you were decided you were going all the way over to the West Coast, you can look on that map and see so many different branches and so many different ways of doing that. Well, life is kind of that way. As we're moving down, there's so many opportunities and possibilities and things that might come our way that are in front of us. Now, the interesting thing about if you take that trip is if you look back, you can see exactly the road you've taken. That's the only road you covered. And so wherever the detours were, wherever the curves were behind you, they're now behind you and they're already chosen. So I notice that one of the things that often happens for people is they keep uh, kind of second guessing where they've been. The fact is that where they've been is, is past them. It's, it's, it's in the past. And they're now at the point where they are now with all of the options in front of them. So we can always leave that behind. And I've talked in other podcasts about having reverse fatalism, which is the decision that you can't change what has already happened. You have to let it go. It's, it's done. It's over. Today, I want to talk more about how a, a, a wide range there is of what might happen in front of us. But I want to start with a story. This is a story you may have heard before. Supposedly, it took place in China. And the story is that there's an old farmer. He didn't have a whole lot of money. And so he had to use an old horse to plow his field. Well, one afternoon while he was in the field working, that horse just dropped dead. And everyone in the village talked about what a horrible thing that was to have happen. And they came and they tried to console the farmer about how horrible it was and how that poor horse had died and what was he going to do and how horrible it was for his farm. And the farmer looked at them and said, we'll see. He seemed like he was such peace and calm. And so everyone was amazed by that. And so they all got together and they kind of pulled some resources to help him. And they gave him a new horse as a gift. So when they presented him the horse, they said, don't you feel like a lucky man? Aren't you so lucky now? You're so fortunate, aren't you? And the farmer said, we'll see. A few days later, the horse got away. Didn't want to be held in the fence. And he jumped the fence and ran far away. 
and the farmer had lost his horse. So everyone in the village just shook their heads. They came out and consoled him, talked about what a poor fellow he was, what poor luck he had, what horrible time that had been. And the farmer just looked at them and said, we'll see. So eventually that horse got hungry, got tired of running around and came home. And so when the horse came back, everyone in the village saw that his new horse was back. And they said, oh, what a fortunate man he is. How lucky he is. And the farmer said, we'll see. So then later that year, the farmer's boy was out riding on that horse. Now that young horse was a little bit wild. And he threw that boy right off the horse. And it broke his leg. To that, everyone in the village came around to see the old man, to console the old man and say, wow, what a, poor, what a shame. Bad luck for that poor boy. The farmer, he said, we'll see. Then two days later, while the boy was still lying up in bed, the army came into the village to find new recruits. And they drafted all the boys in the village except for that one boy because his leg was broken. They knew he would be useless. So they decided to leave him. And everyone said, oh, wow, what a fortunate young man. You have good luck. The farmer just smiled and said, we'll see. Now, the story might go on, but you see the point. That at every turn, we can try to predict what something means. But we never know what the outcome's going to be. We can keep trying to figure out where we're headed. But in reality, we never know what turns are coming our way. When we keep moving, when we keep finding a way, we keep moving ahead, we never know what the next turn holds. I've talked about the fact that about 15 years ago, I got sick. And not just a little bit sick. I was sick enough that the doctors thought that I would be disabled and eventually what I had would kill me. That was the usual diagnosis. I'm not going to talk more, much about the diagnosis because the fact is that I did nothing to cure myself. I got lucky. So the diagnosis doesn't matter as much as the reality was upon me that what I had could potentially kill me. There are lots of ways that I could meet my end with that. And I had lots of people who were doing exactly what I had already done. They looked on the internet to see what would happen with what I had. And once they had that, they felt the need to let me know about how I could die. All the many ways that I could come to, to die. And they would call me and they would say, hey, did you know your kidneys could fail? I said, I, I do, but we'll have to see. They let me know that I could go blind. I said, I know, we'll, we'll have to see. They let me know that my lungs would, were going to go bad. I said, we'll see. My heart could go bad. We'll see. My liver could be involved. We'll see. That was the only thing I could tell them because they were trying to warn me of something that was way ahead of me that might or might not happen. I know that they were trying to deal with their own anxiety, but in the midst of it, my way of dealing with my anxiety was to be able to say, we'll have to wait and see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. When things are tough, we need to remind ourselves to hold on to, we'll see. When things are good, we need to remind ourselves, we'll see. Because life does change along the way. The fact is, eventually, something will kill me and will kill you. We'll all suffer the same end. 
So there's the eventuality of that. We can't escape that. I mean, I can't say, if somebody says, do you think you're going to die? I can't say, we'll see. I absolutely know that that's the end point. The question is how I'm going to live between here and there. The choice of how to live is the question, not about the circumstances that might come as I'm choosing that. How I'll deal with the circumstance is one question. How I choose to live is the bigger question. Whenever we focus on the possible events, it pulls us away from the intentional living. Whenever we find ourselves thinking about all of the possibilities that lay in front of us, we often miss what's happening right beside us, right in front of us, right under our feet at that moment. We get so focused on all of the possibilities, all of the roads that might come our way as we're moving forward, and we give up the moments that are here now. We give up the time that is here in front of us this moment, this instant. The question is not what will happen to me in the future, but how will I live today? How will I move forward today? And that's what I see as embracing the we'll see. It's choosing to accept that what's out in front of us is out in front of us. And how we live is what's happening in this moment. So a couple of ways that we can get to that. One is to ask the question, who do I want to be regardless of the events? It's not the question of, you know, who do I want to be based on those events in front of me? But regardless of those events, how do I want to live my life? I've watched some people who have to wrestle with what happens when they get to some new level in their life. Maybe they were at one point not so successful and suddenly they're massively successful and they begin to live their lives differently under different rules, under different almost choices in their life rather than having chosen how they want to live regardless of what comes their way. I've also watched people who go from the top to the bottom and change the way they live, not their lifestyle, but their lives, their inner life, the choices they make the moral choices they make, the stands they make, the standards they hold for themselves. What happens along the way is what happens. How we choose to live is our choice. When we embrace, we'll see. If you spend your time trying to plot all the possibilities in front of you, A, they're not likely to happen, and B, they often lead to anxiety. When we're faced with the question of what's out there, it can be overwhelming. But when we embrace, we'll see, we live in this moment, in this day. We live in where we are, with what's going on at this point, with what we can choose in our process. Mark Twain had one of my favorite quotes. He said, I'm an old man and have known a great many troubles, but most of them never happened. His point is that we spend a lot of time thinking about all the trouble that might come our way. Generally, looking back, we realize they don't come our way. Some do, but more do not. We pass more of the roads that could take us to the left or to the right than the road that we're on. We end up with lots more roads. If you look at that same map as you're going across the country, you start on the East Coast, you go to the West Coast, there are all those possibilities and eventually they only amount to the road in front of you, 
right now, until the next turn, until the next choice. And as the map begins to clarify itself and as you make your way through life, it begins to be one road that you're following with lots of different detours along the way, but only a detour here and a detour there. We're all headed to that destination. The question is how we'll live between here and there. When we live in the world of we'll see, we don't have to worry about too far out. We deal with what we are and what I've determined is that living with where we are, with what's going on in our life right now, gives us all that we need in order to handle. We don't have to worry about out there to live here. My challenge for you and for me is for us to live in the we'll see and embrace we'll see. This is Lee Balkum wishing you the best as you live your thriving life. listening to the Thrivology podcast. Thank you for listening. If you want more information, visit us at thrivology.com or at thrivologymagazine.com. Remember that Thrivology is spelled T H R I V E O L O G Y. It's your life. Time to live it. Uh-huh.